Welcome to Adequate, the Sunday Company After Show, live from the Regal Beagle. All right, everybody, welcome to Adequate, the Sunco After Show. My name is Christian Xavier, and I am alongside the most definitely wonderful... Andrea. And... Daniel Ian Redman. Daniel Ian? Ian? That is correct. It is my middle name. So, dire? So, you're, so you're, right, your initials smell dire? Your initials are dir. <laughs> dir. It is dir. actually director, if you would like <laughs> oh. to look at it in a positive sense. Very nice. Well, I look at it more in the window sense where you're listing out the directory listing, but that's just because I'm weird like that. I okay. do not Ooh. very much appreciate. Director Daniel. Well, I mean, we did go into a weird Windows vibe today. So I feel like... Oh, you know what? I think that that was a fun story. I had fun with that story, though. Like, I think that we didn't just settle into one thing, talk about it, beat it up. We went in some strange directions we where... Went, we definitely went A to C to, like, <laughs> triple W in the Excel scale, if you I know. feel like we got all, all got a little nerdy. It was all like, we're going to get into this whole nerd but it was, computer thing. I feel like it was a surprise, you know, it was, it was that surprise it was, yeah. element yeah. that it was cool. people like... Hey, people appreciated it. We heard a few chuckles. It was good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean. Have you guys, any of you had a surprise birthday party? Have you either been in a, a part of one? I've one. Oh, wow. How did yeah. that go? Uh, so, well, it's it's kind of a long story, but basically it's this. My brother's 21st birthday. He and two of his friends were uh, all had birthdays in the same week. March 24th, 27th, and 29th, I think. So what I ended up doing was I planned this whole Casino Royale-themed James Bond-type wedding. Impressive. Wed- wedding. I say wedding. He, my brother just got married. Yeah. Got that on the mind. Uh, so I planned this entire birthday party for his 21st. And it was like the day of his last final for the quarter was on the 23rd. And he got home late on the 23rd after his last thing. And it was like, oh, flip over to the 24th on his birthday. So I got I got together with his friends and did this entire thing in this condo we were living in in, uh, in Mira Mesa. And because it was three birthday parties combined, it was probably like 70 or 80 people in the house. Wow. And the only thing was like, oh, don't bring anything but a bottle. So we had everyone bring a bottle. There was so much alcohol left over. It was ridiculous. And it was casino decorations everywhere. And I think by like 1130, the cops shut it down. Holy cow. That's a surprise party. On his 21st birthday, yeah. And uh, we had, everyone was like suits and wearing nice clothes. My brother was wearing a tux that we made sure he wow. knew available. Nice. And uh, the cops came in and shut it down. And I, I answered the door. The cops showed up. And I basically told everybody, hey, party's over. Get the hell out. They formed a nice little line and they walked out my place like there was no <laughs> issue. And the cops were like surprised that this rowdy party was like instantly over without any question or second, like more pushing on them. It was ridiculous. So it was a surprise and party with a surprise ending. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was one of those things like. Ugh. And so no, was it easy? Did you keep the secret? Did anyone blow it? You didn't have much time for that blow so it time, right? We we kept the secret. We I planned it for like two and a half, three weeks with them, and it was good. And the thing is, everyone has this feeling that I can't keep a secret, yeah. which is totally not true. Because I can keep a secret, they just assume that I can't. So when I did this, my brother was completely surprised. He was telling me, like, oh, I can't believe you kept this from me. Uh, you're not the type to be able to keep a secret. So Apparently I am. Apparently I am. <laughs> they just assume that I can't. And that was the real surprise in the that, surprise party. That was the real surprise, yeah. Speaking of blowing it... Um, Immediately, Andrea winked at me when I said that, and I believe it's because my sexual innuendo was a bit heavy-handed in this show. 
Do you guys think I, I crossed the line? Did you think it was? I a think little you t- started practice heavy-handed. I mean, you came in today like guns, guns blazing, firing. Yeah, totally. But you know, I had uh, it, in um, in the murder mystery. You know, I mentioned that I had the photo album. There were some new photos, and I was saving it to my 13th birthday. So is that cross? Where do I, I feel like that? Oh, that may it can be crossing the line, but. It would have been even. It would have actually been crossing the line if you, it was your nude photos and you were not 13 yet, Ugh. or not 18. Well, now you're talking child pornography. Exactly. I don't so think he was going down that road. No, and, no. and that, that's what I'm saying. That would cross the line. But <laughs> I think what you did was what a typical teenager would do: is like look at porn. Puberty joke. Yeah. That's nothing wrong. Puberty's natural. That's Go true. Go watch Big Mouth. It's all about and puberty. I, I th- and I didn't say the words too. Had I said, "I'm gonna go masturbate." <laughs> <laughs> that would have probably been a bit much for the show. You just you said know? that really loud, and your dad is sitting right next to us. <laughs> I feel like he's used to you. Well, he's, he's also focused on the game. Right? By the way, it is game five of the World Series, and we've got the Dodgers at eight, Houston at 11. I think we should focus on how sweet it is that Dan's dad came to the show. Absolutely. Yep. And he's like totally believes Alan Redman in, in, fr- in the flesh. I know. So Special guest. Over the last week, uh, at least two people have accused us of being brothers. Confirmed. It's, it's, the, it's the hair. I think it's the hair. <laughs> Is it the hair or am I aging at a rapid rate? I think you've got the Steve Martin thing going on. Have you been telling a lot of punny jokes? Yeah. I'm full of That instantly ages you. But that's the thing. When you, when you have a dad body, I feel like the jokes come with as like an accessory. Just it's inherently, like you yeah. pulls it from the gut. It's like those are gut nope, jokes. Yeah, that's see, pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> the joke comes from the gut. Uh, uh, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, I at one point was a little heavier. I kind of looked like a younger dad. I guess I was telling more puns back then. But that's it. Are, are you guys terrified of what you're gonna look like in like 30, 40 years? Uh, like, no, no. I um, I know what my dad looks like, and my brother is a spitting image of. You what know what your dad looks like. That's okay. <laughs> good start. Good start. Hey, not everyone um, can say that. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, Andrea. Do you have some story to tell? No. <laughs> okay. So uh, my brother looks like my dad I'm looked sure like I'll back look then. I'm sure I'll look like my dad, too, okay. in 30 years. So I know how my brother's going to age, and I feel like I'm better looking, so I'm going to be okay. Wow. We should ask him the same question. He's going to say he's better looking, but yeah. whatever. We should ask his wife. No, I'd lose that argument, too. I, I really <laughs> I feel like no matter what, I'm on my own on this one. And you're feeling good about it? Like old man is keeping it together pretty well Look, and I feel like I'm not gonna lose as much hair as everyone expects me to and my beard still hasn't gone to the point of going white where my cousin who's younger than me has so I, I feel like I've got some some years some left gen- in me some genetics on your in your favor yeah yeah I got how, about, how about you Drea what do you how I'm you not feeling? worried yeah you're not worried no mom's she looking lo- fresh mom's looking fly yeah yeah you, Andrea and, you looks know like she's 22 yeah and, I know and to be honest do you get you carded know, no, not anymore. Really? Yeah. Actually, when I get carded, I laugh at them. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> come on, dude. No, no, dude. It's not even. Not, don't even try. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, no, but like, you know, we'll probably all be like half robots by then mm. anyway. So what does it matter? Oh, and I, pretty, like, I'm looking for, I w- like will be the shiny. first in line to be half cyborg. Right. I'm like 30 years from now, you'll probably be half cyborg. You'll Why like, wouldn't we want to be improved? Like it's. You know what? I could use a new intestine. Yeah. But, like, how about you just do, like, a whole new body so you can, like, live forever? Imagine if you had an intestine connected to an app. You can control its functions, your digestion rate. You can recharge it with a USB plug-in. You wouldn't be a slave to nature anymore. Why not use body heat to recharge it? 
Mm. I mean, there you go. See, no need to plug Just in. Just run on a treadmill for about 10 minutes, and your intestines Boom. ready to poop. And that also catch your metabolism going. So The intestine poops, right? That's the thing that poops? It is, it is what holds the poop and then releases it through the anal cavity. So it's like a poop storage room. It is. It is. That's what exactly what an intestine That's, is. I love that your dad's here <laughs> shaking his Do head at your Do not think jokes. for a second that for the last 38 so years he's listened to the same words come out of the same mouth. It's just so nice to have a mirror here for once so I'm not the only one shaking my head. Yeah. Usually about this time Andrea's had enough and she pulls someone else into the podcast. At least, at least today we have her laughing, which is good. Yeah. Because usually she's just shaking her head. And she was definitely not laughing during the show. We well, were boring I, her to tears. I almost feel like half of us weren't, because we were we were so scared of of puzzle piece. Oh. Did well, we? Yeah. Okay. Did we play that off well? Did we interact with Matt so, enough? Do you think? No, I think that was good. I think there was enough interaction from Steve and and I think Sarah played it a bit and Keely played it up a bit as well. Some of us were a little bit less emotive and less less vocal during that piece, but we were still playing it off. I, feel. I think it was a fun gimmick. Yeah. Um, but you guys were both in Mousetrap, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I oh feel like God, I got trap. snapped more just setting those stupid mousetraps <laughs> oh, yeah. than that you hadn't guys been did. Distracting, oh, it's right? terrible. So, My fingers still hurt. <laughs> so your fingers, oh, poor fingers. Wow. My toes caught about thirty traps. We right did. We did. We did get asked mail. about whether or not anyone got snapped by Jodine. Jodine asked it about it, and I said, "Well, I think Andrea got snapped a few times." <laughs> like a but here's the thing: doesn't during that game, I had the blindfold on. I could not see, and I did my best to get snapped. So I would step very uh, affirmatively. I don't know how to say that. Sure. I made the effort to step deliberately on the ground so I could get snapped. And for the first minute and a half, I missed mousetraps the entire time. Oh, I want to see video of that. You must have been prancing around like a Clydesdale trying to hit those things. Dude, I was like, step, step. And I think Matt actually has video, so we'll get to yeah, see Yeah, but I feel oh, yeah. like Dan had already like launched half of them oh. by the time you started yeah. moving. So. But, no, but I, I made my, yeah. I made my, my way across the You're stage. just like, I'm going to slide across all of them. My feet I look gra- like eggplants right now. <laughs> Dude, I, grabbed your, I grabbed Steve's shoulders, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to move with you guys, and still I didn't get snapped. <laughs> and then Steve dropped his contact, of course. And, you know, we all get on all fours trying to find it. I still didn't get snapped. Oh I'm more terrified of them hitting my hands yeah. than my feet, to well, be honest. Well, that hurts. I yeah. can tell you that. Yeah. Well, all I know is that I, I, I don't think I got snapped once today. Not Did once. You? Really? Yeah. Because wow. so, you were moving. I heard you moving around. Like, I know that you switched stage. Yeah. I, I felt like I almost fell off. Like, I didn't know if we... Did we hold up a cord in front? Uh, I... No. You almost, well, so the thing is, I was off stage, and I was a little scared, because both you and Christian were... We're like right at the edge. Christian, so, I was like, oh my gosh. I, I was like about I felt, to grab I you. Felt I, the like, edge. Oh. I felt the edge of the stage with my left foot. I, I feel like I that would be seriously more painful. Than well, we were supposed be. to have a cord. I thought we were going to do the electrical cord for that. No? We just no one thought pulled an audible and we said. We didn't do anything? No, we had nothing. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're supposed to have some sort we're, of protection. We didn't. We couldn't even. Like, we were barely finding the blindfolds mm. in time. Like, we didn't know what we were doing. What a mess. And, we, and just like both of you got close to the edge. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm just, I'm just glad that I was able to feel it with my left foot and actually start going back towards yeah. the uh you know, downstage or whatever. Oh my gosh! Just, oh my gosh! Dude. We really we should have had more. Well. We, we honestly, we should have had like 14 people available for the show. 
like five people just setting up traps, getting. I feel like the the people setting up the traps was fine. Uh, we had the right amount of people for this show. I just think like we didn't practice the dynamic quite well enough this That's time true. around. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we could have the mouse traps. We could have prepared beforehand, so we just set them versus having to set them while on stage and having to snap at people. Yeah. Um, and, and we could have probably done it without the red lights if we had done it that way. And that way the audience is not distracted by our movement. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but, you know, we didn't get the opportunity this year to practice four or five times for the show. Yeah, that's I think the true. wrestling show we had them pre- preset, didn't pre-set. we? Preset. Yeah. The wrestling show was, I thought, pretty tight. Tight, Like yeah, in the organization of it, the coordination. I agree. The other Asian, uh, we had all of the Asians put together we for did, the wrestling show. We did, we it did. Was, it was Asian to Asian. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think, I think, I feel like, today's show was we knew what we were doing but we hadn't run through it enough as yeah. as an entire practice uh, to be able to kind of work through it smoothly and, and um, we were still planning things by the time we were about to open I mean we're cleaning and still talking about where things are going to be set up yeah what do you guys think of the long form uh, I feel like we need a lot more practice. I thought it was messy. I feel like we, I've, I felt so confident after Gordy's practice. Really? I was like, we had it after Gordy's but practice. Ha- and then like I think within like, the first scene of the long form, I'm like, oh, we're already half, off track. So half the people <laughs> that were on the show tonight may not have been at practice oh. last week. So that's yeah. part of it. I wasn't and there. Then, and sure. then we took Loompa and made it Lumpia, which is a, like the wrong, it's not the actual suggestion, but which is fine. We can go A to C close enough. We were but, going for a joke. I mean, obviously, it, it, it was, yeah, there was an was initial punch. Yeah. And the problem is we're not supposed to go for the joke, especially in something like this long form where we're trying to tell a full yeah. story. What we have to do is set up the real world, and immediately you go with we're a Filipino family barbecuing lumpias. <laughs> lumpias, first of all, lumpias don't get barbecued, right? No. That's oh, not how it happens. See, I, I mean. Oh, no. You, you got to prepare them differently. It's not a barbecue thing. Yeah. And, and we went for the joke immediately. The word lumpia came out immediately, and lumpa was the actual suggestion. So I, I think people kind of disconnected really? from it right there. See, yeah. I don't know. You sure they – I don't know. Maybe they did. But it, I, I do like that at one point Andrea was like, fuck you guys. I'm just going to start killing people. And I'm, and, and I'm done with this. I'm just going to so kill you everyone. you last week. But that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Really? It's yeah, just yeah. complete death to, tolls just climbs. Like I thought we, we didn't I thought it was gonna be slow death. Like no, we're gonna no, no. kill one person, then we're gonna kill a second. So and it then could, but it just felt like it wasn't happening. Like yeah, it has to yeah, exactly. no one was yeah. dying. It's, no, yeah. it's a slow build up, but then you I gotta do like, it. Alright, we gotta yeah. do this. So her coming in and killing everybody was good. And I feel like the other payoff could have been if we if we wanted to, it's Ernie and I go back on stage because we're ghosts. We've yeah. established that for some reason, and that's because like uh, Colby came in as the as the coach, but yeah. Steve called him dad, which kind of blew our thing. Yeah. Fine. And, and I think Andrea had like three names too. <laughs> I, so I. It happens. So Keely had two names, yeah. Marsha and Jen. Yes. Because Steve came in and said, "Jen, can we go to prom?" and then. Sarah came in and said, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm exaggerating. She only said it once. Yeah. But she did have two names. Then we had, um, we had, what was it, Katika? 
Katinka. 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 And then that was her name. And that's why I came in as the Russian. I wanted there to be like that. A Russian connection. And that's why the Katinka name came out. I was thinking, okay. Then that makes sense now that you say it. But for us, we're like, (laughs) why why is is he doing doing the most horrible Filipino accent in the world? (laughs) Oh, you guys, you thought I was doing a Filipino accent. We thought you were trying to do Filipino because you're you're selling Filipino food. What's your Russian accent? You should do it. This is my Russian accent. That's not Filipino. No, we assumed he was trying to do Filipino. Oh no! Can you see you the problem. See, I have no. I don't even know what that would be without see, being super pro- racist. See, the problem when you do your Russian accent is it's very difficult to understand you exactly what you are trying to say, my friend. Yes, it, it, it was inspired. Have you seen the movie uh, uh, Val of Kilmer? It, uh, Val Kilmer. Yes. Top secret. His name. Uh, there is a man that the comes seat. out that says uh, cigarettes. Maps and he sells a various items out of his coat pocket. That's what inspires your that Russian is in accent. This ins- have you That's seen so movie? Obscure. Yeah, have like, you seen it, movie? It sounds, it sounds like Val Kilmer cannot do a Russian accent. Is what you're telling me? Smokes cigarettes. I don't. I don't uh, exactly recall uh, exactly. Uh, is that the one where he keeps he pretends to be all those different people? It's the silliest movie of yes, all time. The yeah. Val Kilmer, the Saints. Yeah. It's yes. really old. Really no, old. I love. Yes. I love that movie. Yeah. I. It's weird. But yeah, that's before yeah, he went crazy exactly. and disappeared. Yeah. Well, no, he he got cancer. Oh, is that what happened? I think he got cancer. Really? He got he gained a lot of weight. There was a lot of fluctuation. I didn't. And know I think that. he's he's starting to come back now, and he's he's no longer that like six pack, full muscular Batman well, that he was. Older too. Well, yeah. I mean, right. So gives the guy a break. Right? But either way, that was that was a weird thing Dad that you know uh, Ernie and I were off stage <laughs> and like. What the heck is going on here? Yeah. And then Colby comes in. He's like, "Come on, son. You know the whole coach thing. Take a knee, take a knee." And like, yeah, coaches say that, right? Yeah. But then you've got Steve that says, "Dad, dad, dad," and we're like, "Well, crap. Now we can't be the dad. Who are we going to be?" So we went with grandparents. And then I don't know why the hell we were ghosts. Who are that we going to? Who are we going to be? What? What a question. Who are we going to be? In qu- the question extends to life as well. Who you know, are we going to be? You're getting very existential on me, Dan. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about the scene, who are we? Could I'm you sorry, have guessed Dan. who you were going to be when you were 16 years old? Uh, well, uh, could I have guessed who I was going to be when I was 16? You, have you arrived? I, that's a great question. Are you at the thing that you imagined you would be when you were 16? Absolutely not. Uh, when I was 16, I was living in Europe with no idea what I was going to do or wanted to do as an adult. And being told I was going to be an engineer, but always wanting to be an actor. Wait, I guess I am actually doing that. It's kind well, of, and you're go. both. Well I'm done. lucky enough to be both, <laughs> yeah. but not quite the way that I anticipated it to be, although I've been very lucky in my life. You were thinking actor first, engineer is like your hobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas right now it's engineer making a living and then, you know, uh, actor. Because hey, everyone, it's come watch amazing. me build the bridge. That's what you were thinking? Like, well, no, no, I don't. And you're like I'm part time? I'm not a civil engineer. I'm, a <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know you're not. Yeah. IT engineer, like computer engineer. Like I know how to code. Yeah. Like, I put. That's I put, the kind of engineer you need to be these days. Well, yeah. Yeah. I build. I build packages, not code. Speaking of packages, what weird scene tonight <laughs> with the three of us? Oh boy. Chubby bunny on steroids. I, I didn't even say anything. We didn't even start the scene. I had to start the scene with well, a mushroom. Or it, not mushroom. Uh, marshmallow. Oh, my God. How, that would be torturous if that it was mushroom bunny. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. But yeah, so basically I was trying to have some in my hand because I knew we were going to need them. And I dropped a couple. And because of that, to shove marshmallows in my mouth, 
And we talked about packages because that makes sense. Uh, yeah. It was a post office scene. I, I mean. And there I, I had sexual innuendo in that scene well, as well. I feel like it's a lot like the game where you're not supposed to make the audience laugh and Dan yeah. just instantly makes the audience laugh just his face. Yeah. The way he, I, I like I mean, it. you walk in and people <laughs> laugh. Face, like it's just one of these arm, games the where it's like you have Dan, arms. you're done. You're easy. Matt tipped his cap. He's like. Uh, you're going to need several of those in your pocket. <laughs> you this are. isn't going to go well for you. <laughs> yeah, and you know no. what? He's right. He's right. Because it never yep. goes well for you, Dan. It never no. does. I wasn't even thinking. Honestly, I was just thinking, let's just, this is how I'm going to do it. I wasn't thinking, don't be funny. I was thinking, I'm just going to play it normal. And normal for me is insane. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and that worked out really well. I will say this. Kudos to you, Andrea, for not being funny. I know. I, I kill it when I'm not funny I, all the time. I thought that was a good, it was one of the, uh, you I know, it's early in the man. show, so it was a good kind of starter. It was, it, it was, yeah. Kept energy. I feel like we got good re- response from the audience. And, and I feel like Andrea. I mean, the, the four minutes it took for you to get a, get a marshmallow. I in know. Your mouth, <laughs> it I was, know. it was good. I, I totally think that there needs to be someone who can hold their own. And, yeah, and it has to be. To be yeah. fair, to be fair, every time we do one of those games where it's like you're not supposed to be funny, Andrea kills it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I tried to keep Coming the story the, going. Coming from the guy that won the yeah, non-funny the, contest in the WrestleMania And, and here's show. the thing, and I was going to bring that up specifically because during practice, Andrea had probably our longest volley yeah. of not funny, and during the actual show, I took it home to the point where my brother, my cousin, and my now sister-in-law were like, oh my God, you totally belong in National Comedy Listen, Theater and win games where you're not supposed to be funny. I don't like calling it not funny because I feel like that is sort of insulting. It's that you guys do have done an exceptional job of playing the straight character. It's not about not being not funny. It's you're right. You're right. And the thing is, it's a challenge to because we are an environment where you we're guys have doing wider things. versatility, wider range than the or rest of us. Just, than me in particular. Your you just look funny. I mean, it's I, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you and your dad get confused for brothers, so it's kind of like one of those things where. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Leslie Nielsen effect. The Steve Martin. The Leslie Nielsen. Oh, oh, man. Think about that guy. I've, it's been a while since I've thought about that guy. And he plays a straight character in everything he does, but it's that goofy. ridiculous straight yeah. character. The, yeah. He's the straight character put in ridiculous scenes, right? Yeah. But I feel like you need a mixture of everything, right? Like, you can't have a stage full of goofy because then that gets just ridiculous. Yep. And you can't have a, a, a stage full we're, of straight We're pretty balanced in that way. You know, I, I feel like we're pretty balanced. Yeah. You know, we've got... Uh, you know, people that can kind of play both sides, and you know, like Tim. Tim was like, yeah, you knew Tim was going to be on the silly bump. side, yep. you know. And yep. Myself, I probably struggle with playing that. I, I try and force myself, like in playing three, two, one heads, and playing that that one character. But you do that really well, though, and that's impressive because that one you do have to hold a story together. So yeah. that's probably your less least goofiest option. Uh, yeah, I, I do that one just so I can work on that yeah. aspect, you know what I, think we I find need? it hard. I think we need, and not not during an actual rehearsal for a show, because it would probably be a bad idea to get us in that mindset, but I think we need to meet and probably do some like team exercises for non-comedy-based improv, Yes, just to kind of get that muscle working as well. And that's all long form. We're not talking about Oh, it's 30 seconds to a minute with a gimmick. It's more of we're going to do five minutes and see what we can get out of this story. It's got to be a drama. It's got to be a relationship. How do we establish it? What do we do with the actual story? Yeah. And if we can, <coughs> excuse me, if we can get that going, I feel like we might be able to improve dramatically. 
I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> that's. A, I think that's an awesome point. I also think we need a crazy idea. What if we took practices out of the theater at some point too? Like that's if we just had like mashups. No, no, no. That is that is mashups. That's how they no, do no, no. practices. Out of the theater. Completely? So like, yeah, completely. Uh, we go someplace. We're in Balboa Park. We just go somewhere else. We change the scenery. We make it more team bonding like. I think that would have to be like on a Saturday or Friday afternoon. Or yeah. Something. And I'm okay with that. I'm spitballing. Like I just feel like I feel building like the right. team chem- chemistry builds the quality of the show. I think you're right. You know? And the, the other benefit of that is there's a lot of people who have SOs that aren't involved with the theater that can bring them along just so that they understand what's actually going on and what we typically do. Yeah. Or Who's you need help? to come to the next escape room because that was good team bonding. Yes, I agree. You, were, you didn't come to the escape room. I didn't, and I want to. You I think I'm going to be at the next that's one. That's team bonding. Awesome. Speaking of the next one, yeah, we have another player joining us. We have the amazing Steve Bushkis. How's it going, Steve? It's good. I'm just finishing my fries. Nice. So, how's it going interacting with Puzzle Piece today? And what? How was it interacting with Puzzle Piece today? It was glorious. He's a very benevolent manipulator. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And so for those listening, Puzzle Piece was the name of the character that Matt played today. I call him Pee-Pee sometimes. Pee-Pee? Yeah, Pee-Pee. They have an affectionate relationship with each other. Yeah, it's like every year they get together and interact and then tell all the other players what to do. Yep, that's that's a real Pee-Pee move. It is, it is. Uh, how do you feel about the show tonight, Steve? I thought it was all right. I, uh, I think we had some good moments. I, I think the pacing was weird. Um... Or not, not weird, different from what we're normally used to. And I think sometimes it's hard to recap and review something that was different mm-hmm. and critically think about it because um, your, your frame of reference is a little bit off. Someone made the comment, this show is more thematic and it's not going to have the same kind of uh, poppy, punchy, upbeat energy like a regular show might have. And so you can't judge it by that standard. So in terms of, um, of what we did tonight in the show... And we've already talked about a couple of things that felt a little off, like we could have done a little bit better if we had practiced a little bit more. What in particular do you feel might stand out to you in that sense? Uh, I thought in the end of um, Murder Mystery, or uh, in general in Murder Mystery, I think we were having trouble balancing each other out. I think there was a little bit of talking over each other that made it a little bit chaotic. Um, there are a I lot of pers- people on stage. Yeah, yeah it's, it's eight people on stage, and everyone wants to be on stage because, well, you know, they, they earned it and they deserve it. Um, but it's hard to kind of just let the, let the air breathe a little bit. So I, I feel like for that one in particular, I, I agree with everything you've said. But I think the gimmick was for everyone to be on stage. If we had made a decision beforehand to have like a four-player scene or a five-player scene, it would have been a little different. Right? Yeah, I, I think the issue with the way that it played out is it's fine to have that many people on stage, but the audience only has limited focus. And I think back to a game that we did for a little bit called Six Pack, where we had three pairs of improvisers on stage, and you would focus on one pair at a time while the other two would kind of engage in the scene in the background. And so I think maybe the way to play that in the future is you can have all eight players on stage doing something in the scene, having a conversation, making statements, making actions, pantomiming, but really only one or two at most should be the focal point. Everyone else kind of falls back into that background murmur. 
And, and you bring up Six Pack, and it's a game we haven't played in a while. And it's a game where we first, when we first heard about it, it seemed interesting. But I can tell you this, I've, from people that have come to the show, I've heard a lot about how it's not the most interesting, or perhaps a kind of a distracting game because you have to shift focus a lot. So the fact that you bring it up as well in terms of that focal point needing to be static to a certain degree and not have others talk over, I feel like it's, it's definitely appropriate to both Six Pack and to what we did with Murder Mystery today. Yeah. I think another point we were a little uncomfortable was at the uh, horror movie at the end. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I honestly think it was actually going really well. I thought we had some good storylines. We had uh, a very concerned sister, um, a guy that really was trying to find his way and try to, you know, be something in high school, a couple stereotypical bullies and kind of the aura of a terrifying lumpia. Um, and, but I, I think as a team, we sometimes get nervous about long form and about story and plot. So, speaking of that long form, yeah. quick question. Did you, uh, when Ernie and I were on stage, did you understand what we were doing the first time we were on stage, he and I? Uh, when you guys were setting up kind of the horror premise? Yeah, where we're like, oh, the kids are going to prom together, blah, blah, blah. And should we get the boutonniere and the bouquet together and stuff like that? Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't kind of seeing the thread at that point in time but I kind of assumed that at some point it would tie in the way that we do those horror films is that we kind of um, almost like crash I guess where we have two or three different separate scenes and they slowly weave into each other yeah so the reason I'm asking is uh, when Colby came out and called you son I think he was going for the coach aspect of it and I think Ernie and I kind of established parents mm. so I think there was a slight disconnect unfortunately in the way that the story went so when we came in, we came back in as ghosts, which I almost feel like we were jumping the shark to try okay. to make it work. So I, I missed the uh, the parentage. Well, we didn't say we didn't say specifically our son and daughter. We just uh, said the kids. So I, didn't, I, I don't feel like it was definitely like fully established. But I feel like as soon as we came as ghosts, and that's the part where I, I hesitate. I feel like we were jumping the shark and we killed the story immediately. But that's, I feel like I didn't, he and I didn't do enough to actually keep it going properly. I, I, I thought that part worked. I think um, the story had some supernatural undertones. It was, there was some sort of poison grenade haunted lumpia that was going on. And, I don't know what that uh, was about. The, the antagonists in the high school scene were Wiccans, and so there's kind of a mysticism there. And um, when I had the lumpia, I was told that I'd have premonitions and stuff. So I, I think it kind of all fell in line, and I guess I was kind of going down the role of, um, what's that uh, um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie with the, the rabbit? Um, oh, uh, Donnie Darko? Yeah, it was kind of um, getting a Donnie Darko-ish yeah. vibe where I was like, I, you know, it sounded like I was the normal guy, but I was kind of dark and had these weird things happening around me. Maybe I was some sort of lightning rod for evil mysticism. Makes sense. It could have worked. It, yeah, it was I a little it, bit of Donnie Darko. It was a little bit of Carrie. It was with the prom and yeah. something going to happen at the prom. And then there was... So I think we, we hit yeah. a bunch of different Thematic typical movies, yeah. like horror, which is what you want to do in that situation and make it our own. If I had one bit of feedback, I, I think as a team we do short from all the time and sometimes long form makes us a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think we're uncomfortable in letting things develop sometimes. And so I, I think at the prom we just kind of all try to resolve the plot at the same time. So one of the things that, that Dan was just talking about right before he stepped off is that immediately the opening scene they were going for the joke. Right? The Lumpias. Immediately. Because it's just a little off of Lumpa which was the actual suggestion and going for that. And and what we were thinking about and you know your, your input is definitely appreciated on this but the thought is this. 
potentially meet up as a group outside of just Sunday practice and do more of the long form stuff just to keep the team dynamic going, team building everything, but at the same time practice long form and not make it funny. Just make it an actual long form, whether it's funny or not, depends on what it scene is, yeah. but just practice. Yeah, we, we can certainly work on that. I, in all honesty, I think the Lumpia's thread could have worked. I don't think it was a bad premise. It's, you know, we're not trying to do a legitimate horror film. We are still trying to be entertaining and kind of funny. And if we do a super serious, terrifying horror film, that's awesome. But we can have some fun with it. And I think having a haunted lumpia or a cursed lumpia recipe or something. And I agree. But what I what I think my suggestion is more just in general. We we struggle more with long form because we don't practice it yeah. as much as as we do the short form games. So. We don't get the punches. We don't get the beats. And I think that makes us a little bit uneasy. And I think that's what we need to do. And it's not just like a an Armando or not just a. You know, the typical type of long form we typically do. I'm going to swap out. Sorry. I'm going to swap out with somebody else. That's Andrea saying she needs to swap out with somebody. She might be a little tired of talking to me. I don't know what's going on. Steve, dropping like flies. Why did, why did Andrea leave us? It's probably you. It is me. I'll wow. take that. All right. Now we have Ernie joining us. Oh, it's Ernie. I'm sitting so, here. Ernie, I heard a commercial earlier. Was that your voice? Yes. I knew it. Doesn't matter what commercial it was. It was Ernie. Right, Ernie's so, actually the spokesperson for uh, MasterCard. Is that what it was? No, sure. it, was, it was not me then. Ernie is the voice of Shamu. Well, yeah, the Orca show called uh, the Orca ex- Experience or something like that. Orca Encounter. Orca Encounter. If you go to SeaWorld, uh, you can hear my voice. Ernie is an amazing voice of actor. He's also the voice of this show here, Adequate, the Sun Actor Show doing our intro and outro and if you listen to his uh, demos if you listen to his work he has a very distinctive voice and needless to say I'm jealous as hell ErnieGoyette.com that's ErnieGoyette.com or you can go to ErnieVO as in voiceover does it redirect? Uh, yeah ErnieVO directs to ErnieGoyette.com okay, speaking of your, uh, your career do you want to take a, time, a moment to plug your uh, website? yeah it's uh, ErnieVO as in voiceover.com not B.O. as in body odor. It's very different. <laughs> I got that confused a few times and it still redirected me for some reason. But You got to think of uh, similar domain names just in case people like misspell it. You never know. Seriously. Like Google with four or five O's, like it still redirects to Google. So ErnieBO.com. Ernie I'll look for or, that. Or BurtonErnie.com. Could be there. That could work. But in any case... Ernie, what do you feel was the strongest point in tonight's show? Uh, the strongest point in tonight's show was the... Uh, shoot. I should have had that beer first. What was? What did we start with? I think it was the, the raw sex appeal of Ernie. Uh, yeah. He did... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. His first scene was just raw sex appeal. The... Uh, you know, the campfire story was good. I thought. Well, that's because you won it. Yeah, that's why I thought it was good. And, no, I thought it was. I thought it was good just just because it started with decent amount of energy. Um, um, you know, I have been sick all week, so I was like super low energy tonight. So I was thinking. Uh, I still feel like you kick you kick butt today, dude. Oh, thanks. Yeah. We had good pacing in that game too. Matt was a little quick with the trigger, but I think it kept the the beat going a little bit. Uh, especially with a large cast of eight people, it yeah. was good to kind of keep that energy up. Yep. 
It's and it had we had to start eliminating people quickly, otherwise oh, yeah, no, it would have gone on forever. We went a little long on chapter one, and then uh, we started throwing things. And by the time we got to you, it was. Uh, I thought I was going to go a lot earlier because I felt like I was screwing it up. But really, you thought you were going to go a lot earlier. There's yeah. a couple of screw-ups that we, we totally I thought I was going to die or whatever. It's good that you held on and finished when you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because you came back to the last scene, and that was uh, that was pretty interesting as well. You got you got killed by Steve with a folding chair. Was that what was going on, or headstone? I believe it was a shovel that, that um, Keeley's character was digging graves with. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, overall, I feel like it was a, a solid show. We brought as much energy as we could. The audience joined us for a lot of that energy, which was fun. And it was a, it was a good Halloween theme. And now we just need to keep going, keep improving, and uh, keep growing our skill set because we always need to keep growing as, uh, as artists and as performers. Absolutely. I concur. <laughs> That is no, the most I, awkward, I, awkward <laughs> sentence sequence. <laughs> no, you know, it's. I think I think it was overall a solid show. Um, it's different, and sometimes different can be perceived as a little off or a little awkward or anything. But I don't, I don't think it was that bad. I think we actually had a lot of really good moments. I feel that there was a lot of good moments. The one thing for me is typically when we do a theme show, we, we tend to have a larger audience. And I think maybe we expected that. And given today's smaller audience, we didn't expect that. So we had a little bit less energy because we weren't as driven. Someone's personally speaking. Someone actually mentioned uh, Walking Dead some something. I, I don't know. I don't follow, follow, follow the TV thing. But Walking Dead and the World Series are both on, uh. which probably played against us. Um, that is could probably be. true. Plus, yeah. I think this weekend, a lot of people were partying Friday and Saturday. And so they might have been like, oh, I just went out the last two nights. I don't want to go out one more yeah, night. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. Oh, I do want to say, favorite scene of the night, uh, the makeout scene between Colby and Ernie's <laughs> neck. That was incredible. It was I like, was like, oh, yeah. crap. How are we going to do with this? We see you kissing, blah, blah, blah. And then nice. you have them having this, like, well, hesitating. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's like... That one scene in Austin Powers where you've got the one guy that's going to get run over by Austin Powers in that one machine, like the car that he's rolling. Yeah. It's like, ah! And they're like 30 feet away from each other. <laughs> and they're already anticipating that moment and screaming at each other because they know they're going to die. Ernie, Ernie, do you want to uh, kind of tell us what was going through your mind in that scene? Like, so you came out. Well, when I was on the ground, they, they had mentioned the, uh, oh, and you were kissing him. And I'm like, okay, how do I do this? And yeah. Because okay. it was a little incesty uh, yeah. at that point already. <laughs> So you, you spun it around. So yeah, so the first thing I thought, okay, what's a decent reason for him to be kissing me that would lead to him not murdering me? So that's why I came up with the second the poison thing. Yeah, so uh, it was uh, calling back to City Slickers, <laughs> although it's not a rattlesnake in your butt cheek. It was <laughs> right. uh, a bite in your neck or something. Right. And yeah, Kobe, and I, I ended up with a hickey, which kind of sucked. Oh, like a real one? Yeah, no, like, like a real the one. Hickey, the hickey like itself was the sucking, <laughs> and then you can see it now. Can we see it? Yeah, I see it right oh, now. Oh God, that's so purple. That's gonna be around that's, for a couple uh, weeks. Yeah. I feel like we should take a picture of that and post it online. No, they'll just take our words for it that it, it's actually there. <laughs> it, it looks bad. No, that that was actually really fun. Um, that I think was a great example of playing something slow. Everyone knew what the payoff was, and we could have just been like, "Boom, punchy, kiss the neck." It's really a bug bite thing. Uh, but you and Colby built up this like awkward pseudo-sexual medical tension <laughs> and and everyone knew where it was going but 
the tension was risen, and you guys played it really well. Like, you guys, I, I don't know, it, it brought emotion and kind of interest into the scene because you just didn't try to bang out the joke really quickly. Yeah, I was about to say, kiss me, you fool, but it didn't work. Yeah, that would have been a little weird. <laughs> ah, you got bit by a snake. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck it out. Kiss me, you fool. Well, to be fair, he did bring the snake back in because we started with the uh, bow constrictor, right? Right. Ah, that's right. You, uh, I borrowed money from the bowl constrictor. Yeah. There was a lot of good callbacks, I feel like. Tonight's show had a good amount of, uh, of wrapping things up. I like... Um, so, uh, Colby and I did a little, oh my God, they killed Kenny joke at the beginning when Afton was killed by Adam. And then in the very next scene, Ernie died, but his name was Kenny. Well, it wasn't and, the very next scene, but it was... Oh, uh, was it... Oh, uh, it was a couple scenes later. So, so we had Kenny die on stage. Uh, so we wanted to call back to it, but we we already knew passed. that it was uh, that it was Ernie. Yeah, I was gonna die, and uh, that's I think why someone called him Uncle Kenny. Ah, uh, okay. immediately, and then as soon as he dies, like, oh, you killed Kenny. Yep. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. And did I you say Kenny? Did I call somebody? No, Kenny? no, someone called you. Oh no, Kenny. You, you you were Kenny. You were I was Uncle Kenny. Kenny. That's yeah. what I thought. So that was, and then for some reason, we all started as whatever accent, and then became southern. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I spoke for the first two or three rounds in that scene. I just, I, I pumped a keg and filled my glass because uh, I, I really had nothing to say, and I think we were kind of like, you there's a lot a of good banter going around over Ernie's dead body. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a few true. audience members caught that, so they giggled. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's good. It's good. It's good. I, I was reveling in being the heel of the show a little bit today. Yeah. Ernie and I were talking about it earlier when we were doing at the very end The Walking Dead, which is Weekend of Ernie. So you have four characters in a scene, and one character dies off, and the remaining living characters have to kind of reanimate the body like a Weekend of Ernie's. Uh, Mr. Puzzlepiece, Matt, was going around asking uh, who liked this person the least and who should die. And it was Ernie, myself, and Keely in the show. And then that was my favorite yeah. one so far. They, they went to Ernie, and I clapped to Ernie be a, got, a jerk. Ernie got Steve's clap. Yeah. That's it. And then Steve got claps. From the entire audience. And then Keely got Nothing. silence. Yep. Dead silence. So they apparently hated everyone hated Steve. I mean, so he's it's something he's used to, so it's not like it impacted yeah. him too much. But overall, I think... Uh, you know, they were just playing along with the gimmick. They understood what it was. Yeah. I, I was the only one on stage happy that other people were getting killed. And I, I, I feel like that's sometimes an unlikable trait in a, a character. Well, I, I don't know what he... I, want, I wanted to get killed in that scene. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, yeah, I, God, that game's so hard. I, I barely can remember what I'm doing in the I, scene. Exactly. That's exactly my problem so, with it. With that, fair, with forward, reverse, with oh, a lot God. of those replay scenes, I'm so, like, crap. To be fair, when Ernie and Keely were the two left... And they start with the, like, all right, vote for Ernie. And then people clap. I'm like, well, crap. Ernie's going to be the one that stays. No, it's always best no, to have a small it's, person. It's yeah, always yeah. going to no, be. I understand yeah. the gimmick. I just, because they clap for you so much, I was like, well, crap. It's going to be Ernie. And then it went to Keeley. And they not only clap, but they stomped. They doubled it off. Yeah. They went super high energy. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then Keeley went through and basically, like, tried lifting male, like, these guys' bodies. And then but, she was calling out all the yeah. mistakes, too. She was like, oh, oh and you've awesome. ignored this whole yeah. line this whole time, which was funny. Oh, something, something, but joke. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, poetry, smoosh, 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 it's poetry, blah, 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 blah. Yay, move on to the next person. Then I carried them all. I was like, oh, I totally hurt you. No, not really, there, whatever. There was actually a moment where I was uh, reanimating Dan's body, who was the first to be killed in that game. And he, was, he just announced that, you know, I'm doing poetry. 
and then like no one reacted and I was like oh crap am I supposed to do something else so I just made up a stupid poem I was I wanted him to do some poetry I was going to call him out yeah. to, to have him do so some poetry so roses are red violets are blue these people are dead too and, and there you go Sorry, that was a two run home run for Yeshiel Quig over at the Dodgers on the top of the ninth now 11 to 12 and we're tiptoeing very closely into violating MLB uh, licensing rights I think uh, actually no I'm commenting because it's actually in the background with very low Fantastic. noise it's satirical because you know it's baseball no one cares about it so I think we'll be fine yeah I'm not, I'm not actually a commentator. Oh. You could be a color commentator. Are you saying that because I'm Mexican? No, I'm just saying that you have, like, witty things to add into conversations. Oh. Oh. That's what color commentator means. Gotcha. Yes. yes. No, no. Not colored commentator. Color commentator. Sorry, I don't know much about sports ball. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but all in all, I think tonight's show was uh, a relatively well-played show. Uh, we had a good time. As a group overall, we uh, we enjoyed each other's company. We made each other giggle throughout practice and the show. And Adam dragged me off stage. That was a, it's, if Adam drags you around the floor, that's usually a highlight. Yeah, it was a highlight. I've never been held by such a strong be, man before. Always going to be a drag. It's always going to be being dragged is going to be a drag. I wish we did more puns in practice in that game. Uh, we had, a, we had a good string of puns going. Which game? Um, Murder Mystery. Mm. We had a number of puns going. Overall fun night. Anyway, it was, a, it was a good practice. Good show. I feel like we did what we had to tonight and uh, killed it. And we'll be back again next week to do more fun and games. Hope so. We, gotta, um, we haven't done the schedule yet. I know. Has oh. he put out the schedule yet? Right. Well, we he haven't should, he hasn't asked for it. No, he hasn't. We should reach out to him and be like, Matt, you're kind of delayed. What the heck? Yeah. Unless we're not doing a show next week, which would be weird. Maybe. Maybe he got shut down. I hope not, because we like our team. That's true. I think it's just uh, it's Halloween weekend. Probably been a little busy. Matt's probably going crazy on airheads. This is true. He, like, he like takes the color, uh, puts them on his tongue, and pretends his tongue is different colors. I usually, I usually no do, one that else with, do, that? I do that with warheads. Put it on my tongue and make oh. make it feel like it's got different taste buds. I do that with carrot sticks. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that makes your pee orange. Does it? You do enough carrots? Hell yeah. In your skin. Do you do, you do carrots? I thought you just eat them. Sorry, I, I drink oh. a lot of carrot juice sometimes. And, like those weird big bottles that you can buy at Costco. Huh. It makes Not your pee too. orange? Well, from what I, remember. I feel like that's something else. Look, it could be a bladder infection, else. man. Maybe see a doctor. <laughs> I will see a doctor, okay? Gosh. Sorry, people are cheering on the teams on the World Series. Sports ball, event. sports ball tonight. Anyways, thanks for joining me on the show tonight, guys. It was a great, uh, great performance. Thank you, Christian. And you should ask your daughter for some cover up for that, Hicks. You don't want to go to work like that. <laughs> I know. From home, well, I Yeah, fortunately, it's a, it's a audio only job. Well, someday you'll make it to video. You never know. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thank you guys for joining. This has been Adequate, the Sun Coapta show during game five of the WS Sports Ball. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks again, Steve. Ciao, Bella. Thanks again, Ernie. Thank you. And goodbye. Dan Andrea, bye. Bye, Dan and Andrea, too.
This has been Adequate, the Sunday Company After Show, live from the Regal Beagle. Thanks for listening.